1: About how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk
0: Sport, powered by fans. It's a Wild Wilds
3: to a goal, slossing beyond Fodringer. and the Millers are in front of the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win it, Bramble Lane. On the edge of the box, a dolphin. He can hit them, and he does. Oh, oh, no! the dolphin! Oh, fantastic. i scored an absolute screamer for Rotherham United. Rotherham United have secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favour, drop me off in Rotherham.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to New York Talk, this is the Rotherham United podcast. Might have a different name by the end of it, something to do with referees or imaginary yellow cards or something like that. Uh, yeah, there was a draw yesterday, game in Rotherham, 2-2. Um, we will talk about it in, in as much detail as we can. Um, Danny's with us, how are you doing Danny?
4: I'm doing good, I've not missed Mick referent yet, have I?
2: Not yet, no. Not, not one that's recorded anyway.
4: Oh, um,
5: okay.
2: <laughs> Uh, Mick with us. How are you doing, Mick?
5: Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Thank you. Are you?
2: I'm wonderful. Good. Thank you for that's with us. Make sure you subscribe if you are watching for the first time. Make sure you like the video as well. Please do, do do that as well. We appreciate that. We are going to talk about the game. Four goals to talk about. I I'll put a limit on the amount of referee talk. We're going to start with the referee talk. We're going to get it out of the way. I think I think we can I think we can get it done within half an hour. I don't want to spend more than 30 minutes on the referee. Do you want me to oh, put I an think...
4: alarm on just in case, Matt?
2: Yeah, I'll, put, I'll set a timer. I'll set a timer. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the reason I'm, gonna, I'm saying that is, I think there's a lot of good points from our performance yesterday to pick out. I think there's some real positives to take out from a Rotherham United perspective. Um, so we're going to have a, the most half an hour ref chat, uh, he says. He says now. Um, where's my timer? Where's my timer? 30 minutes. So he's ready to reckon. Yeah? yeah? 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Eight minutes is on. Steve Adams in the comments is seven bookings in one match and not one of them for a foul, being some kind of record. Chris Nichols is fuming in Australia. You choose as evening gentle, still fuming over the farce. Donner in the Splashhead, swimming school, still fuming even more so after watching the Premier League games and the, and the celebrations and the no bookings Yeah, Um, Shelly, I see with the word of the day or part of the word of the day inconsistency. Um, There's loads of people in the comments. (laughs) If John Weller, if the show goes over 30 minutes, Mick will give a yellow card.
4: Um, (laughs) Oh, I used to have some referee cards
2: somewhere as well. That's (laughs) So we'll talk about the specifics of the Rotherham United part, the specific Rotherham United performances and whatnot in a minute, in a bit. We have to start with the referee performance and the yellow cards and the red cards and the non-yellow cards. As we've as we Let, Let's start with the on your dimness situation, Danny. I think that's the easiest place to start. It's not because Mick's got a presentation coming up, but, <laughs> but we'll go with it. Start please with please tell me you've we actually told got a about,
4: PowerPoint please. on it, Mick. Please tell me you have. You'll, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. you'll see. Oh, my. I'm looking yeah, forward see. to
2: this already. Uh, we were t- so we've all, we've all known for quite a long time, for several seasons, that going into the crowd is a yellow card for celebrating a goal. So sadly, that is the right decision for the first one. Let's start with that. I mean,
4: just 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 for the record, right? Because I wasn't at the game because um, I was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a baby, and I was too tired from getting him from work at two <laughs> o'clock. Um, but um, did he like go over the barrier into no, the crowd? No. Or was he like no. at the barrier, like like you know you know why? He was I, at the bar you know, things. If you know what I mean. So he's not in the crowd then, is he? Well, he's got, he has got, got
2: and he's, by some crowd members, I think.
4: Right, but he's got, he's, okay, so he's gone over the advertising boards, but he's not actually gone into the crowd or took his shirt. He's gone in that
2: gap, you in the matter. corner of the gap where there's no advertising boards. Right. He's gone into that
4: and he's, he's stood in front of the crowd and he's been pushed into, into but he's essentially... Not gone over, but he's not gone over the big railing that's there. No, 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 no. Right, okay, so he shouldn't be booked then. Because he's not actually in the stands, is he? He's off the pitch, but he's not in the stands.
5: He shouldn't be booked. The laws of the game say he, he's it, not.
4: It, here's, here's a question. Do you remember when um, Manuel Benson scored what he thought was the winning goal for Burnley and he actually jumped over the boards and was getting hugged by all the fans and mm. everything? Did he get booked? Not a clue. I can certainly find that out. Because, because I will retract my argument if he got booked for that, right? Because it's the same situation. But if he wasn't booked for that, then Onyadinma shouldn't have been booked for his and we'll leave that just swinging there until Matt finds out.
2: Um, yeah, Mick the, has uh, done
4: some,
2: make some research. Go on, Mick.
5: Yeah, well, the law says it's a yellow card if he climbs on, onto the perimeter fence, which he didn't do, and or approaches the spectators in a manner that, that causes safety and or security issues. It didn't, neither of those. So Therefore, it is not a yellow card. Simple as that.
4: So based on the laws of the game, it's not a yellow card. Correct. Based on consistency, Matt, is it a yellow card after what happened with Benson?
2: Benson did get a yellow card. Right. Um, So the reason for the rules is is, is it's a safety issue. The reason the rules are in place, and not only for a safety issue for the players, because it's dangerous to jump over things and dangerous to get in, in the middle of piles of people, it's dangerous for the crowd. Because if you have a player running towards the crowd, you have a potential crush of people rushing towards a small area, that's the reason the rule's in place. That's, that's well, the reason, it's a safety issue.
5: It would be that's a safety issue if you weren't running really towards disabled area. So, so that's not gonna happen, by definition. And, but,
2: but can the referee, I don't know if they're, what, what, I don't,
5: I don't you know if they can, can, can take into
2: account that. from that.
5: The point is, it doesn't say may cause a safety issue, it says causes, not may, it causes. And then you the wording is important. This is why I bang on about it all the time. The wording of it is important, and it doesn't say it might cause a safety issue. It says causes one, well. and it didn't. End of. That's the I mean, it's law. very
2: much on the wording. Of these important. Like it. it is important. Um, is- there was, a- what was also a thing I think is again important to point out. There was an incident in the Newcastle game yesterday where one of the players went to the crowd and hugged another fan. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't given as a yellow card. Um, I haven't seen the Emerson. Royale, I've since somebody today tweet that Emerson Royale went to the, to the Spurs crowd today. I haven't seen that, but there's some people saying that he went into the crowd and again didn't get booked for that. I'm, um, just, I'm just,
4: I'm just putting this out there. Is is consistency actually in the referee's dictionary?
2: No, I don't know. I, I really the, don't the, think it is. And this is the this is this is an issue that you got referees. And this is this is more to the point, maybe with a second yellow card that you've got different referees. Being harsher or not harsher with the with the implementation. What Madley's clear, it, it, it take on it, it is clearly if he's gone near the crowd. For me, that is a safety. Issue. That, that's that's how he's seen it. That's why he's giving him a yellow card. But then you've got other issues, and in the same weekend, of a similar incident. which are not yellow cards. in I understand it's a different referee. I think it was oh, another Madley.
5: It was, I, Andrew, I, was his brother, was, uh, <laughs> Newcastle player. Yeah, at Christmas um, dinner in there at their house, didn't it?
2: I think what we, I think what we I think most people don't agree with is it's, it's it's a rubbish rule. Rule shouldn't really exist. I don't I don't think. Anyway, I don't like the rule. It's I think it's I think technically it's probably the right decision. Technically, um, but there you go. We we have disagreements on it. I think uh, we you two just one word answer. Are you all in agreement that that shouldn't be a rule?
5: No, I think it should be. I think it should be. It's going to cause a safety issue, clearly. You know, if you're running into away supporters, for example, you know, or, uh, the, the, way, uh, the away end, or, uh, yeah, I think under those circumstances it should be, but if it causes an issue, mm.
0: then
5: it should be, yeah, without without a doubt, but...
4: Yeah, but, I've, I've got no issue with the rule either, but it, It's there in black and white when they go up, when they climb over the perimeter fence. Now, all right, football stadiums haven't had fences since, what is it, like 1990 in this country or something like that. Um, But at New York Stadium, there's quite a defined perimeter between what can be perceived as the playing area and what is perceived as a fan area because there's about Mm. a four-foot drop between uh, where the fans are down to pitch level. Now, to me, that's the peri- that's the perimeter fence or wall or whatever. And if he hasn't climbed over that, he's just gone to it and got hugged by people. He's not gone over the fence. So by black and white rules, he's not gone over it. So shouldn't be booked for it. If he climbed over and then was in it with everybody, then no issue. But you look at... The times when players have been celebrating with the crowd and they've gone on to the pitch, right? That's a completely different issue, granted, but they've still celebrated with fans and nothing ha- nothing's happened. So it's like whenever the player goes to the fans, then it's a booking. It's like Yeah. feel Like I've seen players celebrating that end time after time and players go over the advertising boards time after time, especially at the away end when they've scored Lake e- Equalisers. I'm looking at you, Sheffield lot, yeah. Wednesday and they've and they've not um I've not had any booking or anything, but as soon as our player does it, he gets booked for it. Now, I think in Bobby Madley's head, he's done the right thing because based on some stuff that he gave, it was the letter of the law. Yeah, it was so straight sort of some thing. of it, yeah. yeah. well, well it, was, it was certainly to us anyway. Yeah. But with that, that's almost like an over-enforcement because he's actually... Undermined what was written in black and white and gone, oh, he's just celebrated with crowds, that's a bookie, when actually he's not climbing the print for a fence. Yeah. Some stadiums, you can understand it. For example, at Goodison Park, where you are legit at eye level with the pitch, or it's, or, or Stanford Bridge, or, or things like that, where you're more at eye level with the pitch. I get it, right? That law needs to be in place because it's legit, hop over the advertising boards and you're in the crowd. Whereas with the newer stadiums, like New York Stadium, that almost has been purpose built to stop players jumping into the crowd, that's when it's a bit, really? You know, like, really?
5: Yeah,
4: ultimately, and
5: and you can see potentially why he's booked in, because the the rule is not clear, or it can be differently, can't it?
2: Yeah. Um, So, Um, you know... Mike Miller says that the law states that a player must be cautioned if approaching spectators and that causes a safety issue. In that respect, Mick is correct.
5: Look, uh, yeah. we, we, we're wasting time here. On, we're wasting our 30 minutes. Valuable we are. Reason. Let's move on.
2: We've got, we've got 20 minutes left. Here we have. Yeah. 20, 20 minutes, 16 seconds, Mick. Second yellow card within like a minute. I've, I've never oh. seen the, a, a ninety seconds like it to be honest with you ever at New York Stadium or, or Milmo or Um The second yellow card, Fred. I would almost say playfully, but jokingly, all suggested that Bobby Madley should have booked the, the Blackburn player. There wasn't any aggression in it. There certainly, was no aggression from Fred. From Fred, um, Bobby Madley took that upon himself to book him. Now, if you read any article, any article from any newspaper or any media from the start of the season, they will tell you that they are, one of the things they are enforcing is the imaginary waving of yellow cards. That's in those articles. Uh, if you can get past the adverts in them, they're in the articles. Um,
5: there is an issue with that though, Mick, isn't there? There is. Now, I've done a bit of research and this is not a, I've, I've, I've got a list of um, articles and a list of um websites where this is actual, official websites where this part of the rule is explained to everybody instead of me reading reading through it all this is no good for audio listeners but we'll shall I just it. shall I get but, some
4: popcorn? Oh. no
5: no no, you'll be fine you'll be fine. I've, I've created a list an extensive list uh, on a PowerPoint slide of all the mentions of weird, the word of an event of an imaginary yellow card in the laws of the game. In the in the um, PGOML guidelines and in the I five guidelines, so I'll just put it on screen now. So that's the list of all the mentions of waving imaginary <laughs> card. As you can see, it's quite extensive. Um, <laughs> um, so we start at number uh, oh, into number one, is there? Or two or three? There are no mentions that I can find. Now I've only spent twenty minutes looking, but that. There may be mentions in articles by Sky or by Daily Mirror or whoever, but there are no mentions that I can find anywhere that this is a cautionable offence for a player. It is a cautionable offence for an an official manager, coach, etc. who persistently and excessively wave an imaginary yellow card. It is not listed anywhere within the laws of the game or any of the guidelines that I can find, and I'm not saying I've obviously not researched everything because I didn't have time. It's not mentioned anywhere. I can't find a mention of it. So I know people, and lots and lots of people, bang on about this. Eh, it's not right. It's not right. They should be yellow carded. The same. We don't. We don't bang on about people diving all over the place. Uh, and uh, we, we 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 save that, but waving an imaginary yellow card apparently is is nasty or is is is, is you know worthy of a, of a of a yellow card. It's bizarre, in my view. I, I can't find any anywhere that that says that that is against the any of the laws of the game anywhere.
2: Yeah, so the the PJML well put out, and I sent this link to our group chat. Uh, Peter at the FA sent out a statement which is the um, love the game, protect the games there 's no briefing for the season, and it has your things about respecting the referee, um, player behavior and things such as that and there's there's, th- there's, th- there's things about not crowding the referee, not crowding the referee is one um, mm-hmm. and things such as that there's nothing in there again it's worded it 's wording there's nothing in there about about yellow cards um, look Danny, you should't do it. The bottom line is, we've been briefed. It may not be in technically laws. It may not be there. And I agree with Mick. It's not there. But you shouldn't do it. We've, we've all been told on Sky Sports News, on BBC News, on whichever podcast, football podcast you may listen to, and media out there, we've been told that this is an issue. Mickalaj Teta got booked for it last week at the Community Shield. In the showpiece event of last weekend, He's a manager. is a manager. And that's the law of the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... He got booked for it. So you've got to, although we'll talk about whether Might had to or not, but Fred's got to take the responsibility on that one because he will have been briefed that that
4: is an issue. I mean, this is one of the few clips I've seen back because it was impossible not to see it on social media afterwards with the absolute uproar, correct uproar, in my opinion as well. But my interpretation of it. It's a funny way to wave an imaginary card at a referee, isn't it? By doing that to somebody. So, like, like, oh, oh, for the earlier listeners, I'm sorry, but he sort of like, holds up his hands really close to his face like that. Now, Ooh. to me, holding a yellow card your finger on your thumb and you're waving it like that, that that's a booking, you know which is exactly what um, Arteta did. He legit waved an imaginary card, which, like Mick says, by the lords of the game, gets a manager booked. Fair enough. no issue. I mean, it's like, persistent and uh, excessive. Exactly. Okay. See, so he has done his research. Good man. But with, with um, Onya Dimmer, he's like, it's like he's as if saying to the referee that were a close one, right? Because you watch the clip back and his fingers is almost pinched together and it's legit like he's going, that's a close one, right? Whether that's contact wires or whatever. And it's as if Bobby Madley just in the split second gone, oh, well, he's, imagine- he's waving an imaginary card and then booked him for it because Onya Dimmer's got a smile on his face walking away. He's laughing about it. Yeah. So in his head, he has not waved a card whatsoever. Right, and I refuse to believe that a footballer who has been briefed on the new rules on his home debut, who is already on a yellow card for something daft perceived to be daft, would do that. Right, I I refuse to believe that he, he has done something and it has been misinterpreted by Bobby Mad- Bobby Madley and then he's been sent off for it. I I, I refuse to I actually re- seeing enough. the clip Different back change. I refuse to believe he has waved an imaginary yellow card at him because. The way he holds his hand and the way he actually reacted to it, he isn't waving an imaginary card. There isn't a fit of anger there. He's just going, Mm -hmm. ho, ho, that were a close one. You know, whether that's contact-wise or or reckless challenge-wise or or whatever it is, I don't think he's waving an imaginary card. I think Madley's misinterpreted that. And I think if the Referees Association watches it back, they will get that same interpretation as well. Well, I, I, I mean, my, that's my, another my, apology in the post, way. My immediate thought at the
5: time was that he'd, he'd, that's exactly what he'd done it with, the imaginary card, and so that's we knew I'm, we knew immediately it was going to be sent off. it was, you know, and and listen, if that's the way Madley has um, interpreted both those uh, incidents, so be it. I'm not, and, and and despite the fact that I've made made some comments there about whether or not I think he's interpreted them correctly or not. That's the way he's interpreted them. Two yellow cards, off you go, see you later. I'm not going to argue with it. Genuinely, I'm not going to argue with it. He's made his decision, off you go, fine, move on. And, um, and we did move on, didn't we? We
0: did move on.
5: I'll just pick up a couple of comments on this.
2: Uh, Mike Miller said, sorry, Mick, waving imaginary card would fall into unsportsmanlike behaviour and
5: also an action which shows lack of respect for the game. I get yeah. that, Mike. I get that, yeah. Mike. And, and, and yeah, I can see that. And I can see that's the catch all. However, you know, again, we, we then start to talk. We could do a whole episode on this, couldn't we? You know, we, we then start to talk about other things that are unsportsmanlike that continually go unpunished, you know, and feigning injury and, and throwing yourself on the floor constantly is another one that is just utterly ignored. It's complete. What about kicking ball away?
4: Can, can no. I can I just say with the yellow card, the yellow card thing, right? I know people said I'm clutching at straws. I mean, I've got the um, the hands that have been able to see it from the uh, TV camera's perspective, and it, that's just my interpretation. I don't think he's waving a card. However, waving an imaginary card. If if we all look on the IOFC hashtag whilst we're live at the minute, something in the uh, Chelsea Liverpool game, you can legit see he's waving an imaginary yellow card, and he is not booked for it. McCallister got booked, but um, I'm actually not sure which player it is to be, to be honest. But he, he definitely waves a card, it, it's, and he's it, not booked. Yeah,
5: yeah. These, these these that that sort of sequence of events didn't really change the game. It changed the way we had to play.
3: Yeah,
5: but they they were not the game changing um, issues. What that, what, what that little sequence resulted in was the referee losing control. I was going to say losing control of the game. I don't think he necessarily lost control of the game. I think he lost control of himself. Yeah. He he, 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 he just... He, he, because he, he was straight over to, to book uh, Matt Taylor. Um, two minutes later, he's back over to book Wayne Carlisle. Um, and then we had... The utter debacle that that followed, it just it just yeah. went it went mad. Yeah. This, so the, this actions yeah. following those yellow card, the yellow and the red, that I have the, the most issue with.
2: If, if 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 nothing else would have happened in terms of what we're going to talk about next, I think we could have all maybe half accepted the Fred red card.
0: Yeah.
2: We we, we can all we can argue whether it should be right or this that and the other, but. I can see why he's given two yellow cards. I don't have a massive problem. I don't like it, but nice. I don't have a huge problem with those two yellow cards. The problem comes with, this, with, this, with the kicking the ball away. Now, again, this is for people that weren't at the game. I'll sort of, we'll give a brief rundown of it. Just before halftime, Dexter Limbikisa kicked the ball away. Um, now, there was a bit of the time it was before or after the whistle, but on replay, the referee blew his whistle. We were 1-0 up, obviously, and Dexter Limbikisa kicked the ball away towards the goal and the referee booked him. Now, again, this is very clear in the guidelines. I think I'm think pretty sure it's very clear in the rules, probably, Like kicking the ball away. It's a time-wasting offence. And Deputy Olympic it was 100% correctly booked. I don't think that you'll find a single Rotherham fan or football fan in general that says that's not good. I, I think that's a good implementation. I think that's yeah. a really good change for this season. That yeah. should be a booking. I think, I think that's really good, along with a few other things. Um, the issue comes that less than around five minutes after the Fred Red card, the same thing happened with Sammy Smoddicks, who the referee blew the whistle. Sammy Smodic kicked the ball away, whether he, whether it was a temperature cross or whatever else, the ball was kicked away after the whistle had gone. And Sammy Smodics wasn't booked for that. Victor got booked for asking for a yellow card. Don't think there was a, a hand yeah. gesture, but Victor got booked for asking for a, a Questioning the referee, which is I don't like. You should be able to question the referee. But that's another point completely. Um, and that's the thing, Mick. They, he was already on the yellow card. If not, anybody didn't know, Sammy Stomlidis was already on the yellow card. Sammy Stomlidis would then go on to score both goals, um, which Blackburn scored, and there goes the game, Mick. This is the one. This is the one that's got me and got me all day, and I've I've, I've struggled to shake it off from last night. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. The spotter should have gone. That's that's a yellow card. He's, Bobby Madley had proven. Twenty
5: minutes later, it was a red card. He's he, he, the the referee in that instance have got absolutely no excuse whatsoever. And what I would say is, by the by the fact that he decided he was going to book Victor for complaining about it, he knows that that should have been a yellow card. He, he must do because Victor didn't go all Victor did was point at him yeah all he did was point at the player and, and got booked for it and he should have been given another yellow card there is no question absolutely no question whatsoever he kicked the ball away in exactly the same fashion as uh, as Dexter did in the first half exactly the same almost in exactly the same place on the pitch just on the opposite on the opposite touchline it was it was almost a carbon copy yeah. Um, and, and it was just, it was the game-changing decision. Instead yeah. of the player that should have been booked, he booked our goalkeeper. And that changed the game. That player, who should have gone off, who should have saw red, went on to score two goals. And 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 there is, I, I can't, I, 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 I'm the same as you. I, I am even now, 24, 24 and a bit hours later, I'm just, I'm, I'm absolutely livid about it because we, 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 we talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. If you're going to implement these new rules and, and new interpretations of the rule, absolutely fantastic, not a problem. Do it all the time. And we're not doing it all the time. Victor didn't run towards the referee. I know Mike's put there. He ran in the general direction of the referee. I don't think he got within 20 yards of him unlike the Blackburn yeah. players in the first half when the alleged elbowing incident happened that didn't, where yeah. the, the Blackburn players were right next to the referee berating him. Um, so, so is what it is, isn't it? You know, we, it, it's so, so frustrating, so frustrating. Yeah. Um, and and we're we, we scuppered again. We've got, we've lost another player through a suspension you know, and, and it's just it's just wrong. It's just wrong. There's no way we should have we should have lost that game yesterday because essentially that's what we did. We lost the game, but we got a point, and um, we lost the, we lost the game genuinely, in my view, so no fault of our own.
2: Uh, it should I don't know if it should be pointed out, but for as as many news readers would say, for balance, um, Sammy Smudics is honestly believes that he kicked the ball before the whistle had gone. Uh, which means what he, he believes, is the worst crosser of the ball um,
4: this what, side what
5: of be- the night. What he believes is irrelevant, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> he genuinely <laughs> believe that. He I mean, genuinely- Andre
4: Green believes that he meant that goal against Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. He, he genuinely believe he did, but he didn't. No. And that's the fact. Uh, anyway, Whatever.
2: Uh, that's the end of the refereeing incidents. I think Danny, just your final thoughts on that one. It, it's a consistency thing, and that that's the key thing. It's a consistency issue that 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 incident.
4: The one difference between Lemmkeiser and Smudge—I can't even say his name. I've been trying to say it all day. I can't say his name. That Blackburn player, we'll say, um, is that Lemakesa wasn't on a booking already, so that's he kicked it definitely. away. So it was far more viable and less game-changing. Um, for him to be booked for it, whereas Smodrix was on a yellow card. So by <laughs> by consistency's sake, you've booked um for two things and he's been sent off, right? But then suddenly it comes to Smodrix doing it and it's for a petty little thing, new law of the game, blah, blah. And then he doesn't do it. But, like, probably in Madley's own, head, that's probably gone. Like, it's not a game, it's not getting enough of a game changing event to warrant another yellow card or something. I don't know. We've seen it before, though, where players have been booked and they do something else where they're already on a booking and they don't book them because it means you mean, you mean like, if off. somebody
2: was to say, I don't know, say, we have an imaginary
4: card, yeah, exactly, then, just for consistent yeah. for, for balance, yeah. We... <laughs> but then it turns out to be a huge game changing event because I think. I can't I don't know if Smodges' first one was actually given to Kelly as an own goal. i I've not checked if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. it's a bit... Well
5: we've still got another one to go through here, haven't we? Yeah, Come it's on, a bit it's, so it's a bit
4: 50-50 yeah. and then Smodgics' one after. Yeah. Um but for me again, consistency. If if he has kicked it after the whistle, which by reasoning it sounds like he he, he has. Like he has yeah. Then it should then it should be another book and he should be sent off. Yeah. That's it.
5: Come on.
4: Yeah,
2: we are running out of time on this. We've got three minutes left. That's plenty of time. We'll you can out. do a lot Robin in three minutes. Keep eleven men on the pitch this season, probably not.
5: Highly um, unlikely, isn't
2: it? And then the second goal is not the referee's fault. The linesman has given a corner for the ball that didn't go out. Mick, this is—it's probably not the most frustrating out of a lot, but it's—it's it's as equally frustrating. The linesman guessed if the ball's gone out or not. The referee and the linesman made a mistake and they scored from a corner. Just, just to drive that dagger into uh, into any sort of faint hope we had.
5: I think it's at the point that the, the linesman flags, linesman's flag pointed towards First the corner. First is sorry. First goal. The point that the linesman's flag pointed towards the corner, I look back at that now and then think about it, given the fact that he pointed to the corner flag while they were about three yards away from it. Yeah. I look back at that now and I start to look at some of these daft comments, and they are daft comments on on social media about, you know, not wanting us in this league and everything else. And you look at it and you think, you know, I can see why people say that. I can see why people get that Absolutely no way can he possibly have been in any position at all to give that corner. He cannot. He cannot. Because in order, I said it on the post-match last night, in order to see whether that ball's gone out, he's got to see through eight or nine players the whole length of victor's body he does not know whether or not that ball has gone out or not therefore he cannot give a corner he can't see it it's impossible absolutely impossible you know it's not up for debate he can't see it mm. and he's given it and it and it, and it didn't go out and, and that's what's most frustrating you know you know victor sort of picked it up out of play and just put back in and he didn't, didn't move back forward, Victor. He never shifted the ball, no. not go out of play. But the linesman gave it from a position where he could not possibly, possibly have seen it. Even if there had have been no other players in between him and Victor, he couldn't have given it. Yeah. And, and, and again, obviously, that's they, they, they went on to score from that, from the player that should have been sent off. <laughs> and, and this is why it gets so frustrating. Yeah. You know, and, and it's... God... It, look again. I'll say it again. I know it's a difficult job. I know, and I wouldn't. I would not do it for a gold pig. But if I had to do it, one of the one of the things I would try and live by is if I'm not sure, I'm not giving it.
3: Mm.
5: You know. And and there's too many times where it just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly, man, like, just. It, it's absolutely ruined my weekend this weekend. It's, I'm,
2: I'm exactly... Today's been horrendous, honestly. My, my mood has been horrific. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my wife's gone today. Are you all right?
4: Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly... Like, it's fine. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. Jalen Simpson says, love Matt Taylor. Oh, hang on, timer. That's a timer.
3: <laughs> like make time
2: time I'll just read the comments in the, in the comment section and we'll move on to sort of the actual football that, that happened. Joel and Simpson love Matt Taylor's comment that they saw him kick a bottle from two, uh, two yards away but couldn't see when the ball had left the pitch. Um, yeah, I was quite impressed with Matt Taylor's post-match to be honest with you. If you watch the Rob Staten tw- tweet, you can see the anger in Matt Taylor. It's really obvious.
4: You can see the well, can You see the stain point off his head. You could just, he just sort of sits there with his head
2: with his head in one hand and you can feel it. Um, but he, but all his answers were really, really good. He was he was nice and calm and cool. It was a pretty impressive post match, to be honest. Mike the middle, we'll finish up this one because I think this is this is this is, this is the, the right thing. Perhaps we should be questioning some of the laws of the game rather than the bloke who tries to Absolutely. interpret them. Sometimes I've here heard. And that that I think mm. I think, Mike, I think that's our mainly our point for the for the Fred incidents. Yeah. That's the, the the Fred Incident is not a dig at Bobby Madley, certainly for me and I think Mick and Danny. The Fred incident is a is a laws of the game issue. The yeah, Smodics yeah. one's a Bobby Madley issue.
4: But yeah. can, can I just leave my final two P on this and then we'll move on. Quickly. You can tell the officiating was horrific when even Les Payne is losing his rag with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah,
2: anyway, so just, just on yellow cards, this is not about the referees, it's about yellow cards. Danny, is it do we need to change our way? And the reason I say that is if you look at the first weekend of the Premier League, the first two weekends of the Championship, the first two weekends of the League One, we are the only team to have managed to offer two yellow cards. League One has had three or four. Is it a Rotherham issue, or are we just missing the rules, or is it just unlucky that uh, the situation?
4: I mean, there's a funny answer that I can give, but I think there's also um, an answer I can give, which is a bit more logical. The funny answer is, is that um, they don't seem to know how to make the cheating subtle when it comes to us. Okay. Um, but but Mueller answer is, um, it it almost it almost looks like everybody like the way I I've interpreted it, especially with the championship, because I think we were the only team to have got a single red card, like. On that, ma- on that game week, and yeah. the only teams who have got, like you said, two red cards, both from two sets of yellows over the whole season so far, it almost seems like everybody else is clued up on the new rules, but us. I yeah. don't know how how true that is. That's just how it appears to be, right? Based on the Blackburn game, it does seem to be a very strict enforcement, mm-hmm. right? But we've not but, cl- but, clued up. Too. Yeah, but it's almost like we've not cottoned on to that yet. And yeah. maybe that will be the case in future. Maybe it's a case of we need to learn it the hard way, and maybe this is the start of learning it the hard way, where we've had two people sent off in consecutive games, which has that happened before? I know I've just mentioned Les Payne, and, he's, them, I can't and he likes to dig through the archives. But Les, if you do end up watching this, tell us, has a Rotherham mm. team ever had two players sent off in consecutive games? Mm. Be I, I'll, I'll
5: be honest, Danny, I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that at all. I can't agree that it's down to our lack of discipline i genuinely don't the only lack of discipline there for me is could be argued was the the fred waving the card thing none of the other decisions in my view <laughs> again it's just my
4: opinion oh, oh no I'm, I'm not i'm, what I'm mean, not saying it's like schedule, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll result
5: from it from not learning our lessons or not not I, I don't, I don't think it's a case of
4: not having a lack of discipline. I think it's a case of not knowing where the new lines are, if that makes sense in the rules. I don't, world. I
5: don't, I don't, yeah.
4: Right.
5: Yeah, move on.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I get you both. I, get, I, think, I think I get you both.
0: Um, Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling... Tell them honestly, if you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Talk about the game, Mick. first half. There were only really 50 minutes to talk about, really. Yeah, now we can talk about post post-record, I suppose, but, but the first five minutes it was the first five minutes was a really weird first five minutes mm. because Blackburn had I'd love to see the stats of the first five minutes. It must have been eighty percent possession to Blackburn, um, but they didn't hurt us. We, we we sort of stood off and let them have the ball without any damage. It was a really mm. weird first
5: five ten minutes. I think I said it on the, the, the post match as well. The, the Blackburner are going to be another one of these teams that are, are, are all style and you no know, substance um or bits and pieces of style and no substance. And certainly for that first opening five, ten minutes, it's exactly what they were. They played yeah. some pretty passes and some pretty balls and did nothing with it. Nothing at all. Um and those pretty passes and pretty pretty movement was the downfall, weren't it? You know? Yeah. Uh, and I say it again and again and again. I don't know why teams do it. You know, I know that they're trying to, to make it all look nice and sweet and tippy tappy, but they're not good enough. It's as simple as that. They're not good enough to do it for 90 minutes. Certainly in this league, they might, you know, we've got Leicester come down, Southampton come down, Southampton with we, we Russell Martin or whatever it is. Uh, I'm sure they'll be playing it, although they obviously didn't do it yesterday. Um, they'll be playing it all, all the time, tippy-tapping it all over the place. And then Blackburn tried it and and failed spectacularly. For me, certainly in the first 10 to 15 minutes anyway. Yeah,
2: they did. I, th- I thought they did. Also, Danny. They had the penalty incident, which is another that we didn't talk about. I, th- I thought it was a penalty, um, but we we rode us look a little bit there from that sense that they missed a the penalty. We, we we could have gone one, of them, which to me would have been unfair to us. I don't think they were ever really in the game to the red card, to be honest.
4: Yeah, I'm inclined. I mean, I only I've only heard it through audio and stuff, but um, with the penalty thing, it were definitely a oh for Christ's sake! Of course, we have, you know. <laughs> Um, but I have managed to watch the, the bits and pieces of the penalty back, and after it's two absolute howlers from Blackburn to first hit the pose, which is yeah. like the hardest bit of the net to hit <laughs> during a penalty, you've got this big thing of like fabric in front of you plus a goalkeeper and you hit the thing that's about, what, six inch wide? <laughs> I think it is on one corner and then it rebounds very, very kindly for Blackburn. Mm. And watching it back, it's like, how's he missed? He's ended up closer yeah. to the corner flag. Like How's he <laughs> done that? It's like, maybe it's come to their player a bit too quickly, like too early in the game, and that's why they've they've um, squandered it. But you just have to be burying them. If it falls that kindly, that's 1-0 mm. to Blackburn every day of you week, apart right. from on Saturday, apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an, it's two absolute howlers from Blackburn, that. And... From that point onwards, um, for the vast majority of the game, we ran them off the park, really. Um, uh, Fred's goal was an absolute peach of a goal, um, with his diving header, and a dolphin just does a dolphin things and scored another screamer. Well, I, I thought we were on course for another batter in a blackbird, if I'm being honest, but then Bobby Madley decided to pipe up, didn't he? <laughs>
2: Uh, on the penalty, Neil Liversidge, if anyone wants to watch it back, um, he'd record it, put it on YouTube. Nicholas Skidmore, definite penalty. Splash had swim school, definite penalty. Michael is definite penalty. But even if, interestingly, if he had scored, the guy who followed it up made a mess of it. He was encroaching by a couple of yards. Interesting to see if that would have been mm-hmm. quite clear. wasn't picked up. Um, but well. anyway, um, and what you just mentioned about the overplay, mick that's what caused the first goal. Yeah. Um, 'Cause I couldn't tell you what that guy was thinking. I mean, he missed tallest bloke, he didn't see the tallest bloke in the pitch in a Dauphin. And the Dauphin couldn't believe his look. And if there's one bloke we don't want to give it there, a bouncing ball twelve yards out, do yeah. not
5: give it to Hakima Dauphin. He was too busy thinking about when he's gonna get his the uh, uh, next highlights in his air, weren't he? <laughs> <laughs> Traveling back to nineteen eighty one to get some more highlights. Um, yeah, you don't get H- Hakima Dauphin that opportunity, and then you know it was it was almost Middlesbrough esque in the sense that mm. before he'd even pulled his foot back, you knew exactly where he was going. Yeah. You know, and, and and to be fair to goalkeeper, as the ball made contact with the back of the net, he then started his dive. You know, that's that's how, yeah, yeah. And I I keep saying it, you know, you're not good enough to play the ball around the back consistently for ninety minutes you are going to get caught out. And, you, and, they, and they did. So, hopefully, everybody else that comes to New York Stadium will try the same thing. I, I really hope that they do. Um, unfortunately, that's not going to be the case, is it? But, um, yeah, good goal. Well taken. And uh, Hakeem Adolphin, man reborn, isn't
2: he? Yeah.
5: Uh, Jonathan Simpson says, could we just take a minute to appreciate how Matt Taylor's tenure has really brought
2: adolphin on as a player? He's brilliant liking his signing. Yeah. I mean, Yesterday, yesterday, I amplified it again, Danny, because I think like you was often with Sands as a sitter in terms of a midfielder. But when, when we said my, my understanding was, at best, he's box-to-box, box, but it was, it was quite often a man who would just sit, that, sit in that deep position and just pick things up a little bit. And then the, he played yesterday. He's almost a second striker. He's done that a few times where he's played as that second striker and he's, he's one of our biggest goal threats, um, yeah, which who would have thought that
5: two years ago.
4: <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, this is an accidental a- accidental partry. This is fully intentional. He has got a traction engine of the right foot, hasn't he? Um, but yeah, I mean, a few people have brought it up in, in the comments. A Dauphin is a different breed now that Matt Taylor's manager. Yeah. Um, he's playing quite a fair bit further forward. Like you say, he was signed as a sitter. He was almost like... Um, Almost like a backup to bar last you know. I was just like mm. sort of sat behind your main midfield four, sort of thing. Um, and Adolphin just sort of sat there and was a bit more of a unit um, in that little square occupier that he had. But with Matt Taylor, he plays in further forward, like I say, sometimes he's even second striker when, you know, some players rotate positions and stuff. But it's just a completely different player to the one that we signed now. Um, mm. Like I say, he's got a goal threat on him as well. He's an aerial threat as, uh, from corners and set pieces. Um, but his main attribute, shall we say, at least from a goal-scoring perspective, is he just likes to linger on like on the, on the edge of the box, like five yards or so outside mm. the 18-yard box, sort of sets himself and just pumps it, and he ca- just catches everybody out by pure pace. Mm. And he's done it loads and loads of times. And no-one's worked it out yet, thank Christ. Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm so impressed with the Dolphin. To say he was signed... Was he signed whilst we were in League One? Yeah. Yeah. He was signed in League One, and he, for a little bit, really didn't get a sniff, did he? No. But now we're in the Championship. He's become such a crucial player. I'm so, so impressed with him. And uh, I think he's one of the players now that may be the first name on the team sheet. Hmm.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Matt Tiller said Adolphin does this on a daily basis, and that's why when it when it came to him, I was never in doubt. As soon as that ball came to came uh, Adolphin, that was going in. <laughs> if it was Hugel, I, I might not. I, I might not been confident with the striker in that position. But as mm. soon as it came to Adolphin, right, it, once he sets himself, there is no keeper in the world that stops that. But stops that. It's just unstoppable. His technique is sensational. Um, it's so it's just it's just a great technique as well as as anything else in terms of how he hits the ball. Mm. Um, there, I'd there, like to watch There are it. two, no there are two
4: there. now with Rotherham players, and it's Cafu's going to shoot if he gets a free kick, <laughs> and Adolphin's going to smack it if he's within twenty yards. Yeah, but well, sorry, mate, what are you saying? Just carry it, on.
2: The club should do a feature on Adolphin practicing those tra- <laughs> in training. Just, just watch him. Just nailing every single one. I I bet. I bet most of them go in because um, he's just so, so, so good at it.
4: I don't um, think. I don't think they will because it'll catch Victor swearing again. <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> make the second goal, and
2: this should have been the nail in the coffin. Mm. Realistically, it, it, had the game continued in, in with with eleven v eleven, this would have been the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Um, what did you like best? Did you like the wonderful ball by Cafu? I mean, the sensational ball by Cafu? Or a diving header? Because I do love a diving header.
5: That's like asking who your favourite child is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I have got one, by the way, but anyway. I, um, <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought the delivery was just sublime. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just, it was absolutely perfect. You know, it just dipped at the right time. The the it curled in the right in the right way. And it was absolutely perfect. The, the defenders, not one of them had an opportunity, had a chance at clearing no. it. Um, and the finish was just fantastic. Yeah. It was he was outstanding. It was as a as a passenger player, I accepted set piece because we only score from set pieces, apparently and um, that one, one for Sky i will be, uh, be able to show that if we are ever on won't they um, yeah it, it was outstanding absolutely outstanding so um, there's not a lot else to say is there really on it you know it was a, such a good goal and such a great delivery and then pretty much all you can say about it such
2: a joyous moment I and mean, it lasted yeah. less than a minute because yeah. of what happened next but it was it was just great and um, Let's talk about Onya Dimna for a minute, Danny, because he came in and I think a little bit, we didn't know, really know what to expect. I think he'd been playing wing back for Luton. And he'd not played masses for Luton, but he played he played a significant part in their promotion. Um he's really showing himself to be a player. I mean, I didn't expect him mm. to score a dime in never like that.
4: No, I didn't I didn't, to be fair. He's sort of pulled that rabbit out of a hat, have not he? <laughs> yeah. Um but that he's really us in the championship, like we've all We've all said from our level up to professional pundit level how hard the Championship looks this season. And um, Rotherham would have to pull some rabbits out of hats. And how the looks of things on your is a rabbit out of a hat himself. And he's pulled his own rabbit out of a hat with that diving header. Um, and if he can chip in with a few goals like that and a few hopefully easier goals to score that eventually don't lead to a booking celebrating, um, then that's going to be some player for us, into hmm. some player. And I'm still not entirely sure, did he play in a front three or is it like, what was our formation? Because everybody had trouble working it out, I think. It was know, basically a 4-3-3 three,
2: three with yeah, Wiles, we... Wiles and, and on
4: your prongs. Right, gotcha. So it was like a 4-3-2-1, like sort of but that two was like quite wide sort of thing maybe and Hugo was your man up top. Basically, well, um, yeah,
2: but the only dinner right. miles were a bit further forward. It, they were more like last season's four
4: three three. Right, okay. Well, from that, my um takeaway is that we play a lot better with a back four than a back three. Yeah. Because from what I was hearing from Matt Goodwin and Les Payne, we were playing with a hell of a lot more freedom with a back mm. four. Um but yeah, just go back to Onyedima. Like <clears throat> we saw flashes. Like I've like said this before, we've we've seen flashes every single time of what we are capable of. And until it got sent off, it almost like all the flashes came together against Blackburn. Yeah. Like from that middle bit where it's like after they missed the penalty to the red card, that section was like every everything's firing on all cylinders. That is all that are. Not I wouldn't say peak because I still think mm. we can do better. But, like, that's everything mixing together nicely. Uh, and if we play like that over the full, let's call it 100 minutes now because we're all modern football, um, if we play over the full 100 minutes like that, or at least for the vast majority like that, we'll be all right against some of the teams that are like the forces in this mm. division. And if anything, I'm looking forward to the games against, say, Leicester because they won't expect it from us. Yeah.
2: I agree. Uh, Nicholas Skimo says, I want to say the lads put all they had in. I should agree. I thought Bramall defended well. The young lad Dexter defended well. And Blackett was unreal. So again, make, until they made the substitutions, we're again after the red card, I thought we defended excellently. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we talked on the last, last episode with us, us, two and Joe, us three and Joy that are we going to see three at the back? Or are we going to see four at the back? I was like, close cool, to because you can't get Sean Morrison in. Um, but we defended really, really well. Up until when they made the substitutions on uh, 68th minute when Gallagher came on, when they just threw about six strikers on and just didn't bother defending because they didn't need to. And that, that's, that's the impact of the red card, not to go back to it. Yeah. That's the impact yeah. of the red card. They don't have to worry about the midfield anymore. So yeah. because they were able to throw an extra body forward, until then, that defence looked really, really good. Blackett was sensational, I thought.
5: Yeah, I thought they were outstanding, all of them. Um, and we do look better with the four, there's no doubt about it. Um, it gives us more freedom going forward for some reason. Um, I assume, I assume by, because of the way that uh, Matt Taylor wants us to, to play the game. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we were excellent. I, th- I thought, um, like you said, uh, Tyler Blackie was very, very good. Cam Humphreys was Cam on Well,
2: then you get a penalty man. Yeah, wait,
5: Soft. Very, very, very soft. But let's not go into that. It, 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 yeah, he gave the penalty away. He was responsible for um, having his leg fallen over. So um, so yeah. Uh Cohen Bramo was, was excellent. Yeah. Uh, his face got him out of trouble a few times. He, he's obviously he's obviously very, very keen to get forward, but he's mm-hmm. able to do that and get back as well. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and and and, and I, I really do like him. You know, he's a 19-year-old kid. He's a kid, you know, and he's coming to the Championship and he's mixing it with anybody who will have it, mm. you know? Um, he's not scared, is he? he, he, he he's not he wants to
2: get involved.
5: I think that's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's yeah, just, just there the, 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 there is no fear there. Um, and, and yeah, he got caught out of position a couple of times um, and, and had to be sort of bailed out a little bit, but he, he will learn with that. You know, it's he's probably which is the same game for us. Mm. One and a half games, realistically, in it? You know. see so, um, him
2: tiring though, towards end, couldn't you?
5: Yeah, he, he oh, is yeah. a prospect, and I can see why, uh, why he's with a Premier League club. So, mm. yeah, I, I thought defensively we were excellent. Um, midfield, I thought we were excellent. Uh, the, the, I mean, we talked about this in the game yesterday. I don't know whether you're going to come on to this, but I think the only disappointment for me in the game was Ben Wiles. I felt he was just... Again completely off it um, and I'd, he looked at the end of the game he looked absolutely exhausted mm-hmm. now I don't know whether he's not fit and that's why he's, his head's down a little bit or whether whether he's on his way out of the club I don't know yeah. you know it, it could be it could be that it could be either of those two things or, or something in between the, those two extremes you know what I mean yeah. um, I don't know he, he, he just until we went down to 10 men and then he really got stuck in. You know? Yeah, he did, to be fair. It was, just, mm. it was almost as if that kind of riled him and got him got him going uh, mm. a little bit. But but up, up until that point, he was pretty pretty ineffective. In fact, very ineffective, unfortunately. Completely
2: ineffective. Yeah, well, I was, I was going to let him off tonight, but now he brought Yeah, up, yeah.
5: I mean, I, listen, yeah. it's not a criticism of him, because he may well be unfit. He's also got a dead leg as well that, that he yeah. was suffering from the... From the game in midweek so you know it's not it's not a big deal but i just i don't know what the, there's something that's sort of nagging away at me thinking you know i think he might be on yeah. his way out it's a body language thing but the thing with ben wiles it's a body language yeah. thing it didn't yeah. it, it, uh, that
2: maybe was body language but it do not don't give off any positive vibes it really yeah. does yeah i agree yeah. But I think that's the positive, Danny, that we went against Blackburn and they won the first game and I'm not expecting them to pull up any trees. I'm not expecting them to be playoff contenders. But there's only one player that didn't have a bad game in Ben Wiles, So you look at that and saying, well, we can, we can mix this. We, we, we can have a go here. There's no reason to be scared. We should we should have three points, but we haven't. We've got one. But we could have easily won that game against and, and made them look poor. Mm. That's the thing. That's the... <clears throat> thing. That, that's the That's the difference, really. I suppose from I know we beat them four last season, but that's the difference from last season that we never made any. We didn't make many teams look bad. I didn't think.
4: No, we didn't. I mean, well, still one point is better than none, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, Um, but yeah, I mean, I I know we still need like a few signings through the door. Like there's Mm. one that's like on the cusp of being imminent now. Yeah. Uh, And I think even after that, we still need three or four to come in. But uh, we still have a lot of ways to play, if that makes sense. Whereas I think last season, because of the squad, Matt Taylor inherited and where he tried to tweak it, where he could. He couldn't like, um, how do I put it? He still couldn't really put his stamp on it. And I think that's why last season we were either incredibly good at beating teams or incredibly poor against teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, The main contrast, I feel, is say Millwall to Blackburn. Yeah. You know, like contrast them two games, which are very close together. That's sort of the vibe of the season, really. Whereas with this season, like, all right, admittedly we had an absolute stinker against Stoke, but then we've turned it around again quickly against Blackburn. Um, and yeah, like you say, it's a team that's probably going to be knocking around ninth, I'd say, terrible, this season. Terrible, yeah. yeah. Um, and we, we and for a spell we did make him look average, which I think is. Again, yeah, probably going to be us this season. We're going to have some absolute stinkers against some teams. I, I hope my hands up and admit that. But hopefully it leans more in the way of Blackburn where we can make teams that are more established championship teams look bang average against us. Yeah. And I think in the longer run, the more quality signings we make or hopefully make before the end of the window and in January later later on, that's how <clears throat> we can just keep building on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the first win. If I'm being honest, like I, I have, I've, I've had a premonition, lads. Right, the I, first I, win is actually going to be a scrappy one-nil where we say we absolutely played awful and didn't deserve to win. slight we'll stale all... last year. Yeah, exactly. But um, we're going to look back and just go. We played so much better against Blackburn and only got a point out of it. Yeah. But and I and I I don't know which team it's going to be against or ever, but it will be a scrappy one-nil against somebody, and we Let's will go. Maybe. Maybe Sunderland. We'll have to wait and see. Mm. But yeah, it will be a scrappy one-nil and we'll say, how have we won that? And then the next week we'll play someone off the park and lose. That that is my no, premonition. That that is legit going to be the vibe for this season. <laughs> um but ho- but hopefully, like I say, with those signings, we can keep building and building, be uh add a bit more depth to the team because unfortunately I actually agree with second tier podcast on this one. We do need a little bit more depth, only because the oh, trend agree that we're with in, well, no, no, no. Only because the trend that we're setting at the minute is that we're having a player sent off every week, so we need a lot more players than we've given them start them start credit for already.
5: No, oh, sorry, we can't start with twelve.
4: Well, we could try.
2: <laughs> we could try. I, we need bodies. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Kim Miller says Great, uh, Green, Eves, and Hall should be back next week. It's a full week. We ain't got no midweek games for mess Ram, which is good. Dave Lawton just says on Ben Wiles, I think we're being harsh. He's back from a serious injury, played three games in a week, probably carrying an injury from midweek. Yeah, and that's that, no, we're not trying to be harsh on him, but we've got to.
5: I think he's probably right, but
4: I mean, you can't knock his effort whilst to be fair, because I think after the game, he was legit on the floor and just spent once. Yeah, I mean, so for could, me, I can't knock his effort.
2: We could probably spend the full episode on Ben Wiles again, but he didn't play very well. That's that, that's that's all you can say about Ben Wiles, and we, we could we could. Try and interpret his body language one way or another, but he was the he stood out as the only one that didn't perform, as as, as I suppose the point. But yeah, you're right. He's injured. He's, he's coming back for a long-term injury, and in he's in he had a dead leg, so certainly not trying to dig him out anymore. Uh, dig him out. It was just mm. he stood out as a poor performance, sadly. Mm. Um Mick, again, put your hindsight glasses on. Take your normal glasses, off, put your hindsight glasses on. Was there anything, we'll finish on this, and we'll maybe mention a signing that's coming up, but was there anything that you thought we should have done in that last 20 minutes, half an hour, that would have given us the win? Enough, enough from a defensive point of view, you, would, you, would you have stuck with four at the back and put an extra body in the middle? Was five the right? Or was it just inevitable because of the bodies that they were able to attack with?
5: It had to be, didn't it? You know, we had no choice. We had no choice but to defend, and to defend as high up the pitch as we possibly could, but with as many players as we could. You know, it, it, we were put in that position, um, so I, I don't have any. I, I know a lot of people dis- disagree with this, but for me, I thought I thought we gave it the best that we possibly could. Um, you know, we, we, we were always going to be under the cosh from that point onwards, um, uh, particularly when they got the first goal. You know, I think up until up until them scoring that first goal, mm. I thought we were dealing with them reasonably well. Because again, you know, their they, they, their balls into the box were were, were pretty aimless. You know, they they were, they were virtually all too long or never beating the first man. So yeah, they were putting us under pressure. But realistically, at that point, I don't think they were they were causing us a, a problem. The the problem was always going to come when they scored, if they yeah. scored. Um, and and of course, they scored from a corner that shouldn't have been a corner. So that makes it, but 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 the point I'm making is that makes it more frustrating for for us as supporters. Mm. But it also makes it more difficult for the players as well, because Mentally. you know it, it's another kind of injustice, if you like, uh, and and, and it, it puts you on the back foot because you feel as though, look, we're not going to get anything out of this because everything's against us. Mm. You know what I mean? Mentally, Mentally yeah. It it, it it gives you a knock. I think was a look at the goals
2: and look at the deflection. Without the deflection, Victor probably it didn't look like much of a shot, did it?
5: No, no, absolutely. Um, I, I, I thought I thought they did exceptionally well uh, under the circumstances, um, and and I can't believe that we we sort of came out at ninety minutes happy that we got a draw out of it. So disappointing, so soul destroying, really that, mm-hmm. that, that, that that was the case. Because had had the sending off not happened, I'm convinced it would have been a, a it would have certainly been. There'd have been another goal for us in that, at least another goal, I agree. I agree. Um, because that that second goal just knocked the stuffing out of them a little bit, and, and they never really had any idea, did they? You know, yeah. it's only because they were playing against a, a player less that they were able to to pass about pass the ball about mm. more effectively uh, because they weren't being closed down and weren't being pressed. So, no, I am happy with the performance overall.
2: There's a few people mentioned the, the change to five at the back. Well, just pick this one up because the most recent one, Shelley. Yes, we got stuck. We should have stuck with four at the back. Morrison isn't quick enough. We got battered the moment we went to five. What's the state we couldn't catch them on the break? We couldn't get out of our half. And we, we, we went to five at the back. I'm just looking back at it now. In the 62nd minute, Sean Morrison came on in the 62nd minute. They didn't score until the 75th. So you're talking almost 15 minutes where we. I don't, they didn't batter us. They didn't batter us for that period of the game. They they, made, they had loads of the ball, and they're always going to have loads of the ball. Even with 11 men, they had quite a lot of the ball. I, I don't think the five at the back was the reason it went to 2-2, to be honest with you. I think mixed right yeah. momentum is a crucial thing. When Once they get one, they get two. I think that was always going to happen. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes there's not much you can do. Um, but there you go. Uh, Nicholas, we're not, not not knocking the effort. Maybe at the time we could have kept it a bit more. Yeah, possibly, but one man advantage. It's 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 a massive issue. Jen, great save from Victor. Yes, what a stunning save from Victor. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just standard yeah. procedure these day, days, though, isn't it? Victor
2: pulling yeah. off world, isn't it? It took an hour and two minutes to mention that. But what a save that was! <laughs> um Yeah, Victor being Victor. I'll, yeah, yeah. It, it made up for letting him go out for a corner in first half. To be fair, you know we, we mishandled it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let him off. Yeah. Um, good news is Christy, I, he looks like it's done. Chris, looks like it's done. It should be. It's finally been freed. Uh, the work permit it sounds like it's going to be permitted this week. So hopefully, be in training and certainly be in contention
4: for the game on Saturday. It's a shame, Matt's really. Head. I was really enjoying the IOFC's memes about the Home Office with me. Exactly. Yeah, 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 But he'll find something else. We all know the IOC. He will find mm. something else. He's, he's just put up uh, today the uh, Bobby Madley show reel. Yeah, he's um, been busy today, hasn't he? Yeah.
5: <laughs> he'll I been on. I can't understand why he's spent his Sunday the afternoon doing things like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I didn't do any research for this show, so why should he be doing it? <laughs> Um, and Matt Till is
2: confident. It seems confident in Paul Dooley's article. There will be a low, another lone e in this week. No really? idea who it is. I don't have any murmurs or whispers on that one. so I don't even I'm know. T- position. I'm telling
4: you. I'm telling you. It's Scott McTominay because he's in Ollie Rafton's <laughs> comments on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah. I think that's. I think that's it. I think we've.
4: I feel a bit better to be honest. with We should have done this last night. <laughs> <laughs> I think Matt's I think doing. if I think if we'd done this last night there would have been a hell of a lot more swearing if I'm being honest. Yeah. the would have Matt would have have to have sat there with a button that just went beep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Um anything else any last call for anything that needs to be mentioned want
2: to mention Oh, I've got something. Ah, uh, the prediction league's live.
5: Oh yeah. We have our first three exactly. points on the board and from, from me. me.
2: Yeah, I'm fire
5: me here. I'm fire in here, right? Yeah. Because until that's Stupid decision by Madley. It okay. were 2-0, which was my suggestion. Right. So don't let me get angry with Madley again. <laughs> I want a point for that. No.
2: I, me and Bobby, me and Bobby had an arrangement, all right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I see that,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah bro, thank you very much. I, mean, I also, I, if you don't have watched we go on the just Joe. they do the White Rose rivals. I also predicted, when is it to lose? They also predicted Huddersfield to lose one nil and they predicted Leeds to lose, Birmingham to win. Thank you can thank me later, John, in the comments. Um, <laughs> I had a great weekend on
4: predictions. Um, but there you go. <laughs> Anything else, you two? No, um no. what about uh Kieran McGuckin's league yeah. debut? League
2: debut, consecutive appearances one in the cup one in the league. Um exciting. Exciting that you're getting these people that have been trusted to come and play for the club. I, I'm I'm really happy with it. I, I thought he did all right as well. As well as he can could have done in the circumstances anyway.
4: Mm, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's gonna go quite far for us, he, yeah. he see, Matt Taylor seems to see something in him mm. um that I think he like. he sort of had a, a track record of developing youth players at Exeter and that, and yeah, I've yeah. said this before. Our youth setup is nowhere near as extensive as Exeter's. But he's seen a few shining lights, and he's put a few out on loan, fair enough. But maybe he's kept McGuckin here for the time being because we still needed another striker. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, McGuckin's put in some really solid performances. Um He's done himself no, no. Um, he's done, he's done himself
2: loads of favors by potentially getting the EFL loan. If I'm a League Two club, looking mm-hmm. at it, I'm thinking the summit there. There's certainly certain the work rate, which is the which is. Really, something you want to look
5: at? He's it, it, obviously got the skills, but he won't be in the academy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Can I just? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I think this is all good stuff and everything else, but this one from Sam is causing me a bit of a concern. Oh no! Oh but no! Got cozy, so what? Why well, was a park? What? That's bad news for anybody. Mm. Yeah, that's not good. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> Shall shall we
4: do a quick update on our Super 6 prediction league before we all sign off? Very, very quick, because Mick will need toilet in a minute. So um, after our first game week, I'd like to say well done to Graham Snaith, who's top of the league, joint top of the league with 14 points with Amanda Booth and Jason Huckinson, Carl Fryer, Paul Scott and Simon Thorne. So you're all joint first at the minute with 14 points. And I'm 16th with nine. I'm 10th, (laughs) I'm the top New York Talk participant. Yes, you are. Um, and then, where's Mick? Um, you play, Mick? I'm here, mate. Uh, Mick's, Mick, you're 44th, mate. He uh, um, got zero, didn't he? No, he got two. Well, well done. There you go. Yeah. So
3: remember, everyone, talk about on mention yeah, on Thursday, we
4: want
5: to remember to put it on. Come. So those two points might be important come into the season. As so, so long as I get to 50, I'm so bothered about <laughs> <laughs> Um, there we go. Thank you for
2: doing me with us. It's now we're on something. We try not to moan too much. I know we did a bit, but we're trying not to moan too much. And I hope, I hope you all feel better a, a bit. good a bit therapy, I, I, I certainly do. Please make sure you've subscribed to the YouTube channel if you haven't done it already. If you want to go back and watch the interaction last night when me and Mick were a bit more riled up, uh, that's available <laughs> to still watch.
3: I got um, told
5: off for that today.
3: But, yeah.
5: and she said I was incredibly negative. <laughs> I mean, it was hard. Well, to she doesn't know you, but that's another story. She's met you before, hasn't she? Yes, she has. <laughs> <laughs> making
2: sure. Um, thank you very much the scanning report that we did that was out on Friday. Uh, we will do another one of those. We've got another one booked in with a Sunderland fan, which will be out again on Friday. Um, as we look at their terrible start, they're on zero points out of two games, surprisingly. Really uh, so we'll find out what's happened at Sunderland and hopefully we can pick up our first ever win at the Stadium of Light, which will be in the light for once. Um, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, make sure that you have subscribed on there as well and giving us a five star rating. Um, yeah, thank you everybody. We really appreciate you being with us on these episodes because otherwise it would be a couple of blokes talking crap. We do talk crap, but there's people with us as well. We 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 were all. I feel like we're all in a room together. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for being with us, and we will be back on Thursday. Thank you, Mick. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, and thank you, Danny. It's been lovely. No worries. And up the Millers. Up yes, Millers. up the Millers.
3: <laughs> it's a wild, wild stroke goal, slots it beyond vonringer, and the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire derby. Oh. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Brougham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, of Duffy. He can hit them, and he does. Oh! Secured their uh, championship status for next season. Do me a favour, drop
1: me off The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone.